Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Venture X from Capital One is the travel card for people always asking, where next? You earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel and 2x miles on everything else you buy with Venture X. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. This is our Neil Young podcast where we mostly talk out of our ass while going through the works of Mr. Young. It's Mike Shue and the Condon Boys. Trans and Harvest and Illinois We're gonna sit and listen to each one It's long, may you young Guys, I lucked out. I went in to go to the bathroom. My wife had just finished cooking a barbecue chicken, roasted oh. cauliflower, oh. asparagus, and You're rice. You're killing me, Luke. Nice. You're killing me. Sounds delish. You know what was really good? I don't know if your wife made it or was it your sister-in-law that made that lasagna? I don't remember. That was really good. If you ever have lasagna again, tell me. I'll drive up there. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I went to the Sunshine Cafe today in uh, in Clinton, and they're like uh, they're a Polish family who owns that. And so there's a lot of Polish food on there and stuff, but they're really good. And they had that guy, I sent you that video. Yeah, that was, that was awesome. Kind of old dude. And he started singing Heart of Gold. I'm like, oh, and I got it for my table. I had to video some of that. And I gave him a couple of bucks. And That's nice. cool. Yeah, it was fun. Um, all right. Well, I'm, I'm, I think I'm all right here, ready to go. How do you want to do this as far as switching back and forth? Like, between- yeah. Because it's it, we should be able to hear the ones that we think are good. Yeah. Um. It's for the first one. Why don't you play? Uh, play both, and then we can kind of pull an pull an audible for the rest of them. Yeah. You know what I mean. All right. Well, here we go then. Plastic flowers.
Ask your doctor about Exafor. <laughs> In the summertime, we met to see a threat that came to harm. Something we both loved. And as the hours passed, we talked until at last it came the time to part. I was doing well, and I thought she liked my style. I had no business feeling like that. But it lasted quite a while. All right, there's a little of that. That's the orchestral. Um, you know what? This is one of the few tracks on this on this version that I think the orchestra works. Really? What do you guys think? Oh yeah, Russ, leave the deluxe because they're both on here. Oh right, yeah. Um, I like the solo version much better, personally. I mean, yeah, I I do too. Look, I think I, I, think I understand what you're saying, though. No, like, but it, I think because I don't think the orchestra works on a lot of this, but in this particular track, I think it actually works here. Yeah, what do, you, yeah, what do there, you think, Joel? The orchestral version stands out from uh, other one on this album where they're just like there and it's not special. This one feels uh, a, a lot special because it, first it's the album op- opener and. I, I I like how the the piano and the and the orchestra are are just come are just responding to each other, and m- me what I don't like about this song are the lyrics, but the melody is very beautiful and the arrangement are very good. So yeah, I like this melody a lot too, Joel. Yeah. I was gonna say you don't yeah. like the lyrics to this, Joel. This song? No, I I I think they're 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 too literal. They're they're very on the nose. Just. They, you, you, you can tell everything he's, he's saying. He's, he's talking about meeting Daryl at, at the Keystone Pipeline, and he's talking about the, the not not. He's talking about not being being able to express his feeling because he was in a relationship. He was married, so he he had no business feeling like mm-hmm. this. And okay. I, I kind of cringe like to to to, to, to the part where you're saying, and I thought she liked my style. <laughs> she, yeah, he's a he's a 65 year old man. <laughs> right, sleeveless t-shirt yeah. with a sleeveless flannel shirt over that, and dad jeans. Right. I, I like That's the uh, young style. I like the gist of it though. Like I gave plastic. Pl- Wait, hold on. Is Daryl Hannah Mother Nature's daughter? Oh yeah. See, that's, yeah, the, yeah. that's what I wanted to ask. What I is think the, so? That's how I took it. So what is he saying when he's because I, I still I can't really figure out what he's saying here. Oh, I probably never will, but I gave plastic flowers to Mother Nature's daughter. Is he saying that he offered her something fake? Like I don't I don't get I think he's saying or artificial or I think it's um it feels humble to me. Like I can Yeah, never, I think he's saying like I'm a goofus. What what do I have? Right. I know, like this is she's Hannah. not in my league. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Or, or she's because the Because that's thing. like the vibe, right? Because he's saying like uh, you know what I, I had no business feeling like that, but you know yeah. it lasted quite a while, that whole thing. Yeah. I, that's how I took it. Yeah, I took it as as uh Okay. Like, yeah, that makes more sense. It's kind of like Dimitri hooking up with one of those mean girls in Cobra Kai, right? <laughs> yeah, he exactly, was just like, yeah. "Oh my I god, they got involved with this." Although a science, she was a science she, project, and then she ends up falling in love with him, you know, yeah. and he's just a nerd. 
Right. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. I get that actually, Russ, I never thought of that. That's good. I totally, I get that now. That's how I took it, that, at least. Yeah, but. and, and I, I, that makes sense to me a little bit. But, Luke, like you said, I think this is I – mean, I mean, I think the solo version is far superior to I this. And I think the songs he sings about Daryl on this album are much better solo only yes. because he's really letting himself go. He's they really more opening genuine. himself up and exposing himself, you know, and just being vulnerable and – throwing his feelings out there you need to you stop know, saying and, that and neil's exposing himself <laughs> yeah uh, you know he's, flasher. He's, he's not uh he's not uh against watching someone when they sleep yeah <laughs> <laughs> or looking at girls from an aerostar van <laughs> this is close i'm gonna talk That came to harm Something we both loved And as the hours passed We talked until at last It came the time to part I was doing well And I thought she liked my style And again, you listen to this on the archives You can... You can really hear like the piano bench creaking and right, yeah. you know, like yeah. his breath. And, and again, it's funny that this comes right after probably his worst sounding album on purpose, <laughs> yeah, I might yeah. add. And all of a sudden I remember throwing this on again and being like, Wow, this sounds amazing. It sounds amazing. Yeah. I bet it would sound great on Pono if I could find one of those fucking things. <laughs> um but it's yeah, but you know what? It's just he sings it different, and it, yeah. he, what it sounds like to me is like she's sitting, and she may have been. She's sitting right next to him. That's what right. it sounds like to me. And he's it's, just pouring it out for her. Yeah, and it's yeah. more. I think. I think the the it's more natural for him in in, mm-hmm. in this way to to be alone at the piano to uh, in in contrast of being in a room with all these all yeah. these musicians. Even mm-hmm. even if if he enjoys it, he's better. He's better. Uh, he, he he knows better to do to to do to do this and to. to uh, translate his emotion in the song uh, by the instrument and by the piano and by his, in his yeah. voice. Yeah, so. and I think that's why in that article when he talks about how the solo stuff, I believe he says the solo stuff has like the soul in it because mm-hmm. when he is, like you were saying, Joel, when he's alone and he's just singing the lyrics into, it's just him and his instrument, you know, that's where you feel the, the, the rawness of what he's trying to portray to you know yeah. trying to get across and then like he said about the orchestral stuff that's to him more what he felt the songs were asking for so that's like that uh like you said shoe listening on a pono and hearing all those ma- big instruments coming at you and and it sounds you know cinematic and beautiful in, in a yeah. big big strong that to neil that's yeah, he Luke. He is Giddy Lee, so he's not going to sing with the same. Can we uh, stop saying Giddy no, Lee? No, never. <laughs> Only because not. I love Rush, and it just seems oh, you disrespectful. You mean Rush? And I'll drive up there and stick my foot in your ass if you keep saying it. All right. We keep so saying what Giddy Lee. Feel. 
I don't know how you feel about your fellow Canadians, Getty Lee and, oh, and yeah. Alex Lifeson. Rush is the best band in the world, man. I hope you're not being facetious because no. I'll drive to wherever you are in fucking Quebec. And I'll you want to know how much of a real fan me. he is? What's uh, what's the real name of, of Rush? Come on, how do you pronounce that? That's Roosh. <laughs> That's also, Roosh. Roosh. Okay. Like, you keep threatening to drive your car to places. It sounds like you just want to drive your car. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get some fuel so I can drive my car to stick my foot in your ass. But, yeah. but, but uh, no, I, I agree, Joel. And I think uh, also to what you were saying, Luke, is that he, when he's in that environment with all those musicians surrounding him and he's just singing into a microphone – He's not going to have that same raw soul thing that he's getting across in these was solo it, ones. Was it Mike who said vulnerable? Because this version feels mm-hmm. very vulnerable. Yes. And, it, yeah. and yeah. I love that. I love vulnerable Neil. But then the orchestra version is mm-hmm. where it feels giddy to me. It feels like he's like he did the solo song. He's he's kind of like love struck a little bit. He's feeling it in his belly. And then he's like, I want to like do this big for this lady. Mm. So, but see, but, I think I think. From the, everything we said about this, the solo version here, when you add the orchestra, it takes a lot of that away. Yes. And so and it, it doesn't seem as genuine. What what he said about the um, orchestra thing, because again, he really wanted to do that for, for his own Neil reasons. Yeah. And But the reason that he said he released the orchestra version as like the thing was because that's... He did that because of record stores, is what he said. He was like, uh, "Man, I gotta find it." But he was basically saying, "They need you need to something." Uh, um, uh, let me see if I can find it here. Is it Giddy Lee? Shut up, Luke. <laughs> Shut up, or I'll. He said, start, you know, "I'll start he, a ska podcast, and I'll fucking." No, I will, you won't. I will start a ska podcast, and I will force you to listen. Mike, to Mike, you've it. already started too many podcasts. You regret now that you're employed again. <laughs> He said the re- he said the resulting two records are combined into a deluxe two record set. An orchestra only record is also available at limited outlets mostly, so the record is available mm, in large right. chain stores that dictate what shape art must be in before they sell it. Kind of a sign of the times. Right, which is 2014 speak. Because yeah. if you said that now you'd be like what are you talking about? Nobody's nobody's yeah. nobody's going to walmart to buy your cd mm-hmm. right 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 Right. you know it's it's like you know but which was true everything you said was true but it really doesn't it really doesn't apply now i think what we're all saying the same thing when it comes to this song we all really like his style right joel yeah yeah fucking <laughs> <laughs> but we have no business feeling like that <laughs> i have no business feeling do you way. do you like that you like the solo version joel yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I like the solo version better, but I, again, I have a hard time with the, uh, dealing with his lyric, these lyrics. I think they're a little bit cringy. Do you, but, do you, do you, they're cringy, but also, do you feel, I'm trying to think of how to word this, like, uh, like if you, it, like if Peggy were to listen to this. Do you do you like Jesus. adopt a little of that? Do you know what I'm saying? Jesus, Luke, you went right for like total cringe. <laughs> Did I? <laughs> Sorry. Okay. It's what? the bar- it's the barbecue chicken. I, 
speaking of Peggy, she, she did uh, she did a breakup album. I never I, I, I never listened to it, but I heard she did a, a breakup album this year, the, the in 2014. So of oh, course, really? Oh my God! Yeah. We that's a Patreon. Yeah. yeah. Of of course, she's not Neil, but she uh, uh, her band, the Survivors, are Rick Roses. Uh, ben, I ben, no Ben Keith was dead. Uh, uh, Rick Roses uh, was in her band. Rick Roses was in her band. Uh, uh, what's the piano player name? Um, Spooner Oldham. Okay, Spooner hold on. Oh, yes. no. yeah. oh my goodness. In 2014, she released an album called "Lonely in a Crowded Room." Yeah, it's her breakup album. It, wow. It's basically that. It's not on. Uh, Look, look up just look up straight peggy young oh no peggy young and the survivors i'm looking at it on <laughs> the song Spotify. called i don't want to talk about it <laughs> just go no just go to just peggy young go to I, just I peggy young i don't want to talk about it is is the danny Whitten song this is this is the no the, oh yes, shit this is the the, the the on the crazy horse uh, without neil album and this song was covered by uh rod stewart Holy in a cr- shit. That's wow. your favorite artist, Luke. Wrong yes. fucking story. I still stand by this, Mike, and I think I texted you this. If you ever find and send me a ska cover of a Rod Stewart song, I'll I'll drive, I'll, I'll drive off a cliff. I might I'll drive to me- I'll, I'll drive couple, to the pike. <laughs> I know a couple guys in Bim Scala Bim. I might message them and say, Hey, can you really quickly record Maggie May Fucker. a ska version of Maggie May and send it to this <laughs> no, dude? I'll fucking fuck that shit. <laughs> But look, I bet you lo- lonely women make good lovers. That might be one, Russ. Well, oh, you, Jesus you should just read these fucking titles. Cause Better living through chemicals. Feel I'm just weary. like a memory. How about this last one? Look at the title of the last one. What is it? Blame, Blame it, it on-, on me. Jeez. Oh, I want to listen to this album. Oh, boy. I feel like Peggy kind of rules, though. Yeah. yeah I mean, course. 35 years. And what they went through, you know, with their kids and yeah you know just and her involvement in the bridge school i mean that's why you know joel i felt the same way like you know back when all this was happening i was like and then you know i read oh he's dumping peggy and he's going with daryl hannah i'm like that's such a rock star thing to do yeah i mean again we don't know because we're not involved in their lives but i was just like 35 years and then you're dumping her for daryl hannah and I'm thinking that that's very unneal. Hey Daryl! <laughs> hey Daryl! This this episode is is, is very you heavy. <laughs> it's it seems because Neil never was the rock star who went with the supermodels. No. You know what I mean? Rock stars always go with like the supermodels or whatever, the it girl or whatever. He was always like the first wife with like owned a restaurant. And then Carrie Snodgrass was an actress, yes, but she wasn't like a supermodel. You know, and not, no diss on Carrie Snodgrass. That sounded terrible. Okay, She's a very beautiful woman, but she wasn't like this, like glamorous. You know, she and then, you know, Peggy was a biker chick. You yeah. know, folk singer, biker chick. You know, and now and then, all of a sudden, he goes with Daryl Hannah, and to me, that's like, uh, okay, it's very unneal. And so uh, around that around that time. Graham Nash did the same thing. He 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 divorced his wife uh, of uh, like 30 years for a much much younger girl, and 
<laughs> David Cross. That's around that time that David Crosby made those comments. He he, he called Daryl Anna like a uh, a predator woman. Like he was. Oh, okay, yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah. Didn't he? Is he called like a home wrecker or something? Yeah, like yeah, home wrecker. Uh, yeah. So that's when the uh, Graham Nash and Neil said, "Okay, that's it, uh, Crosby. You, you're out." And uh, they they never spoke again. So. Uh, Can you imagine six so, year old guys? <laughs> I just yeah. found I just found lyrics to a Peggy Young song called Gave My Best to You. Oh boy. And it goes, Everything impermanent, you change your mind. That's how it goes. Everyone's disposable when the next adventure is just waiting down the road. And then the chorus is everyone's disposable, everyone's replaceable, everyone's dispensable, though they gave their best to you. <laughs> and then the last verse is I gave you over half my life but I'm getting stronger every day now I'm gonna have to figure it out I'm learning to find how to find my way yeah there's a can't, little bit you, of bitterness yeah. there. you can't prove that's about Neil <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> I want to listen to some Peggy Young though and I, th I feel like Neil's even like when she passed was it two two three years ago yeah But I, I, I feel like he said some really nice things. I think, you know, it's just one of those things that happens, unfortunately. But yeah, like Joel said, oh, like, you, we're mean, not, you mean we're people not in dying? their lives? No, no. You know? See, yeah. We'll never know. We'll never know how, how, right. how it happened. And it's not our, it's not of our business. But uh, it's none of really, our business. But here's a podcast about this man's entire <laughs> <right>. life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. talking to another podcast about this man's yeah. life right in two languages <laughs> <laughs> and, of, and of course if he listens to it then it's over we're gonna end up like crosby oh yeah, yeah. hey daryl yeah. call the lawyers <laughs> he's, de he's definitely not not coming now no and i, I mean it's it's all just it's all complicated stuff that we have yeah. we can't know the first fucking thing about you know they were together like right. of course for almost what they're they 35 years like 35 almost 40 years that's yeah we can't know all the intricate details of all that they've got kids they've had lives i mean he's on the road playing shows right. she's playing with them sometimes it's you know she's makes her own music it's towards the end playing with him a lot which is yeah and and you know it's it's just a there's no way we can know all the details of it and and we can't know We can't know Peggy's side. We can't know Neil's side. We can't know Daryl's side. We can't know right. any any of the like in betweens of all those yeah. different things. Right. It's all just, we have really is this is this album. Right. Sure, sure. And the stuff he's written about Peggy in the past, like Harvest Moon, which is yeah, a beautiful, yeah. you know, beautiful and, statement. And now Neil has been with Daryl for like eight years or something. So yeah, right. That pin and and all all of, of this is good, yeah. Right. It wasn't like when Winota Ryder started going out with Dave Pierner from Soul Asylum, and he dumped his girlfriend of of fifteen years. I'll tell you, she's the Yoko Ono of that band, and I'll always hate her for that. Soul Asylum, Mike. Dude, Soul Asylum was like my favorite band for a long. Nobody rocked harder than Soul Asylum. What? Joel, what is in going the fucking on? Late eighties to early nineties. They were Joel, the greatest like, fucking band in the world. She, I, she was like, they were the Predator two. They were <laughs> no way, man. They were the first Predator like, movie. You mean that as bad as you want? I know one Soul Asylum song, dude. Okay. You you had to see them and their their stuff before Grave the Grave Dancers Union is what happens when you hook up with a movie star. On our way train. Yeah, I like right, them because exactly, they sing about right? a train. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to cover that. 
Ralphie said no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, all the stuff with Peggy, it's it's complicated enough if it was a relationship between two humans, but one of them in this situation is a time-traveling Egyptian mm-hmm. god yeah. vampire, so yeah, it makes right. it even more tricky. Right. That's got to be stressful. He's like there, then he's gone, and right. then he comes back, and it's like he smells like Marie Antoinette's wig or something <laughs> like that. You know, and you're like, where were you? Wow, well, it was 1758. Oh, you were with her. No. Hey, Daryl, no. I was in the Ottoman Empire. I'm Peggy. <laughs> oh. And, and, <laughs> yeah. and it goes back to what I was saying. So uh, this this uh, divorce was was very sudden, and the, the album came out one month after the the, the, the divorce right. was announced. But, so, like, oh, but wow. Joel, like you said, that's probably that had probably we don't yeah, know yeah. that had yeah, probably yeah, been the, brewing for a long time. Yeah, of course. Know? But 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 it, it felt very sudden and yes, very and and, and, fans. Ve- yeah. and and very cold, like like uh, maybe the, the, this album should should have come out like uh, two one year or two year after mm-hmm. and and. Uh, uh, I, yeah, I, but he's I, in his I late sixties. I mean, yeah, how yeah, is he? Of, of course, I don't know. But, but it also, also, I mean, this is Neil Young who wrote, you know, uh, Ohio that, and right. that came that's out a, like the day after. You know, point, he, right? that's just not Neil. He just doesn't. But I understand what you're saying, Joel. Of course, I'm just, I'm just, you know, being being vampire advocate here. I think we know. we learned that Neil reacts. Yes, to things, and, and he's like, and again, so like whether it's Ohio, everything I want to share is in right. here. Yeah. But and, I, you know, you think about yeah. tonight's the night, yeah, you know, stuff like that. He reacts to it, and you know, like uh, it's coming up here, peace trail, you know, or living with war. You know, he. That's why I said this is like the magazine period of Neil Young. Yeah. He's releasing these albums mm-hmm. like they're issues of thing, like they're issues of a magazine where it's things he wants to talk about. But but I feel maybe like like he's missing a a, a breakup album. So he, he, maybe he okay. should have made a breakup album about his failing sure. relationship sure. before the new relationship. or maybe this album should have should have been a mix between that with. The new relationship, and so I think I, yeah, about it, it Peggy, does, there's it feels yeah. cold, like you said. It feels like, uh, like he says, All right, well, I guess I'm done with that. And yeah, it's like I just yeah. tell my, my wife of 35 years, I'm gonna hire a swing band to sing about it. Because there is, a, right? there is like a, a couple of there is like one song in particular that is does seem a little bit like a breakup e type of thing, but yeah, shoot, it's, it's like, yeah, two, right. It's big, like, and <laughs> like, you know? like Luke and I, like town meeting has a song that's about a guy getting hit and dying on the side of the road. And and it's like our, it's like a upbeat fast song. It's the same type of Everyone thing. dances you know, and smiles when we start. Everyone's dancing it. and drinking. And yeah. We, we're talking about like, dying. It's on like, the side a, of the road. it's like pumped up kicks by Foster yeah. the people, right? People like, I love this tune. It's like, you know, it's, it's about a school shooting or born yeah. or born in the USA. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's a perfect example yeah. right there, man. Ima- imagine if if Neil did like a Blood on the Tracks album in mm-hmm. in his late years. So it, it could have been a masterpiece. It could have been so it, yeah. when it's raw, when it's Ooh. sad, when it's when 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 it's anger and it, it's I don't. I, yeah, I'm but, not saying it's much better when it's dark and and and. And uh, and more obscure uh, lyrics, but I think I think 
when it's too positive, maybe it's it's yeah. But de- yeah. devil's advocate, Joel. Yeah, there's no way Dylan could have made blood on the tracks in his 60s. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it would have been it would have been all yeah. about salvation. Yeah. And also, Joel, who says Neil didn't record an entire album oh, and yeah. had it up on a shelf That's true. Somewhere? That's I mean, true. We're learning that he's That's got true. like thousands, if not millions, of hours of music yeah. he hasn't even. Re- I mean, I was listening to the Rick Rubin podcast on Broken Record. Yeah, I don't know if you guys heard that yet, but I he was talking it, yeah. about the stuff he recorded with Rick Rubin, which includes some tracks that he put on Landing on Water. And I hate that I have to bring up that album twice in one episode, but. Um, you know, he, he recorded a version of hard luck stories with Rick and they're talking about it and stuff. And I'm like, Jesus, he better put that out. Cause I want to hear what that fucking sounds like. Cause I love Rick Rubin. I think he's yeah. a great producer and it's, it surprises me that they haven't gotten back together and worked together. I mean, they did work together for a little while and then apparently Neil like almost cut off his finger or something. <laughs> And then they had to stop the sessions and then they just never got, seriously, that was the story. And they just never got back together. Mm. But there was a lot of stuff around that time where it was like late 80s, early 90s. And did he cut off know. his finger because he was cutting up a cucumber for a snowman that he was going to make? <laughs> hey, Neil, people use carrots for noses. I love that. That song is one of my favorite songs. You know, Luke, the, the, Daryl's probably doing keto. There's sugar, <laughs> there's sugar and carrots. They you just had cucumbers around. You know what around. interesting, Joel? You know? Yeah. Uh, is that, because I'm thinking about what you're saying, right? Why didn't we sort of get a, this relationship is coming to an end thing? So yeah. I'm looking back at his records, right? And so we we have all, all the archive stuff comes out in, okay, I'm just trying to think. Like, was there anything that we like missed? You, you know? know, you know what's the breakup song of of him and Peggy? That's Ramada Hymn. That, that Ramada, that's, the song. Yeah. that's that's the one thing I'm thinking because I'm looking and I'm like I'm looking at psychedelic pill and I'm like, what could have been in here? You know, Ramada Inn is definitely that's like not and a breakup, a, but that's, that's like, one of his fucking. I mean, how good is that fucking yeah, song? Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Let's just let's just listen to psychedelic. <laughs> yeah. pill. That's the point, the best song I'm Joe. Just trying yeah. to. I'm just trying to. You know. I'm looking back and I'm wondering, I'm thinking, okay, so we get all this archival shit in the middle there. Then we get International Harvester. Harvester is the treasure, a treasure, yeah. right? And I'm looking at the, some of those songs and I'm like, I don't well, know. Well, no, that was recorded back in the 80s, though. I think in the no, 90s. I know. But I'm like wondering why is he releasing what he's releasing? He's going all back, then the Minor Birds, then, then we get uh, Americano. It's like it's none of it is... None of it's original shit until well, psychedelic pill. Until psychedelic pill, and yeah, Ramada Inn is. I mean, and, not I, I. You know, I. I, I love at, that song. at the risk of of my wife kicking me out, but that's like that's the song of any long term marriage. Yeah, yeah, it really is yeah. because marriage is is work. I mean, for him to be, uh, for him to do what he does for a living, and remain married to the same woman for 35 years she does she does what she has to (laughs) right well it's that's it's like fucked up that's an amazing feat with everything that went along with that he does what he was working with ben and that traumatic experience you know they had the 80s working with ben and 
all that stuff. Oh, Goddamn, Ramada Inn is a great fucking. <laughs> I know. Now I just want to listen to Ramada Inn. You know? Yeah, and he just pours himself another tall one, closes his eyes, right? and says, "That's yeah. enough." And, and yeah. he's talking about that in waging MVP. It's like he's saying he, he, he quit drinking because he was being an asshole when when he was drinking. So, so. This kind of plays out in, in his relationship with Peggy, so he, he stops drinking. And I think when he when he got with Daryl, he started smoking weed again. He did. Yes, <laughs> yeah. that's one of the things. With this story tone, he started smoking weed again, which yeah. kind of explains a little bit. <laughs> I do want to say Neil's a stranger to weed. Be- you know? Before we started recording, and it was just me and Mike doing a little tiny bit of show prep, Mike had to stop because he had to move more weed than I've ever seen in my life off of his desk. I have so much, so much weed on my desk. I don't have enough room for my equipment. And I'm not complaining. Again, I want to reiterate this. I am not complaining. Chew does love when you come up to him on the streets of Worcester and fucking throw him a bag of weed. Oh, my God, dude. It's like, Shoe Dog, what's going on? I shake hands. I'm like, what's this? He's like, oh, you got to try some of this shit, brother. Yeah, you (laughs) I guess what Mike's saying is who's going to stand up and get Mike some weed? Yeah, we got to move on. uh, What what version do you want to hear? I don't even know. We're, so we're already almost two hours into this. Yeah, <laughs> we're not oh going to get through this whole fucking This might album. be a two-parter. Yeah. It might be. It might be. Speaking let's do, uh, maybe yeah, we let's should do, do that. Let's Just do pick the, one. I want to do the, the, the mix yeah, version. The, Russ, the you, mix Russ leave the, it on the, the better one, I think. Oh, the mix pages. No, yeah. I want to hear the yeah. mix pages. No, that's that's down near the bottom. Yeah, I, that's my choice because that's Crazy Horse. Yeah. Yeah, it I like yeah. I it's, well, it it's, starts off it's the choir. Right. No, it starts off choir. Right, and, with the kids. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It goes yeah. to Crazy Horse, which but, I like a lot. Yeah, so. which is excellent. That's Crazy Horse without Billy, though. Yeah. Billy had a yeah. stroke around this time. Yeah. Who so, who do you know who is playing? It was Rick, Rick Rose. Rick Rose was, was it Rick? Yeah. yeah. Rick is a na- he's fucking awesome. Oh, he's a man. man. Yeah. I mean, the, the, when you listen to that recording, I'm like, fuck, man. Rick is he's great, dude. He yeah. played awesome in that. Right, yeah, play see. this one then, Russ. Yeah, I'm gonna just gotta back it up a little bit here. This is from Mixed Pages. this yeah. how good is this is this not on spotify i don't remember this it's on mixed pages it's on the archives yeah, it's on the mixed pages version no mixed sorry i'll wait ricky harvey's cursing you right now well we need to do this well so we all right talk over it you know what we, you know what happened too much of it right now you know what happened no, no, no. is i didn't make it this far into mixed pages i'm realizing you got to listen to all of it man it's mixed pages was on spotify i think i made it to to Chicago and I'm like I can't do this anymore. This is this is <laughs> this, what, version, this yeah. kicks ass. Oh, yeah. it's awesome. And listen to the end. Hold on. Listen to the end. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. This was my pick of the three. Me too. So yeah. This is now mine. 
Oh shit. No. You got to. <laughs> I mean, how fucking meal man is this? That's badass. That fucking yeah. kicks ass. It's really good. I love that. And I'm so glad the, it's out there because yeah. the the kid the version with just the kids on the Who's Gonna Stand Up single uh, single is it's okay. It's, it's good. good. I, you and, know what I, I like about it, it shoot? I like the I like the Mando a lot. I like the mandolin. Right. Yeah, yeah. It it's got good. a cool a cool vibe. But right. when I because when I heard the orchestral version of the song, I'm like, oh. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, bad. You know, the message it's gets not lost good. It. It's not yeah. good. The message gets yeah. lost. It's, it's like a then Peter Pan. When I, heard, when I heard the yeah, and then when I heard the solo version, I was like, okay, <laughs> okay, okay. When I heard the when I heard the and then he had and then I went and listened to the whole um, who's going to stand up EP thing where it has mm -hmm. each version. Yeah. So then after that, I heard the this live version. I was like, oh fuck yeah. But then when I went and listened to mixed pages and I got to this, I was like, "That's it. That's all. That's the. That's the one. Yeah, that's, that's the one, blend. Man. This is. Yeah. That's what you need. That's the blend. This might because have just starting off my number one here. Me for me, it's a hundred percent. It's my favorite out of everything. You, you bring the starting horse off in. with starting off with the choir and that mando, and then that transition where you hear the claps and the and the live, and then it mm -hmm. you get that end with every. It's so fucking Neil Man to me that you can have a song like this where he's singing about these. I shouldn't even call it this, but a political type of thing. And then you have the whole, uh, I mean, how many thousands of people is that, that it sounds like at the end? And they're all singing along and clap, and like they want more of that. He, he achieved it. Who's going to yeah. stand up? Who's going to be the one that does this thing? Is it going to annoy people that from now on, almost every album I make, I'm going to talk about some sort of issue that might drive a lot of people nuts? My whole next album is going to be about Monsanto. Is that the next one after this? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But my point is, that's so fucking Neil, man. And then he he's letting us know this is what's coming. And yet at the in this at this time he plays this song live, and it sounds like that. It sounds fucking great. I don't yeah. if you're if you're a Neil Young fan and you hear that and you don't like that, you're you're not. I'm sorry, but you're not like. Yeah. That's so fucking good. And then at the end of it, he's got everyone singing and clapping along. That's that's the point. He's using his platform. And yes, the orchestral version is annoying as fuck. I will I will completely concede. Mm -hmm. I will concede with right. you guys on that. It's not good. But at the same time, how fucking Neil Man is it of him that there are... I'll take it even further. I'll take it even further because you have Neil Young in the 60s who writes Ohio, right? He's a protest. He writes this protest song, essentially. Then you have the Neil Young, who's like, uh, who becomes this experimental guy. You know what I'm saying? And he's like, uh, he he's just, there, there's no way you can, he becomes like, the, then he becomes a rock god. And he's, and he's, you know what I'm saying? And then mm. in the 80s, he's doing this like weird pop thing. And then he's doing these like orchestral things, and he's he's like I have to say I have to say what I have to say, and it's and it's right in that 
it's right in that message. I have a theory on that, Russ. Yes. Seriously, I have a theory on this. I'll, I'll rip on you later. Um, <laughs> my theory is that there's three different versions of this particular song and maybe this album because maybe he was trying to reach as many people as possible with this message. Yeah. Ooh, so there that's was, good. there's the classic Neil Young folky version. There is this rock Neil Young crazy horse version, which people love. And then there's the orchestral version, which people may think I hate Neil Young. And then they hear that and they go, you know what? I actually like this. You know, so maybe this is his way of trying to disseminate his message, his environmental message. That's good. Because, yeah. Big, by covering so many different styles that somebody may like it. Like, we yeah, don't like this the solo, style, yeah. but someone may hear that and go, wow, this is Neil Young. This actually sounds good to me because I like this style of music. You know what, though? The, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, this is the perfect Goldilocks of songs. Like, uh... The orchestra one is the is bad. It's very it's like the far end of the spectrum. Uh, your yeah. solo one is your middle of the road part like really it's like it's a good it's a good well, solo Neil song. I, say, I like that banjo. I, you know, I, I like it. Middle of the road. No, I, I wouldn't either. More, I, I like think it's it. It's more effective in delivering his message of course. In, in that classic folk style. I think when you add the orchestra kind of like what we we're talking about before, it's kind of like it subtracts from the song. But then you have that, the Crazy Horse version, which is your Papa Bear, your fucking, you just have three totally yeah, but versions. I think you're right, Mike. It's, I, I think at the time, I think at the time the orchestral thing was was bad. And that was is, his giddy version, his giddy leave. But I will Stop say, I will say Stop though, if you, if you played the Who's Gonna Stand Up orchestral version to like someone who grew up, like your kids, Luke, watching Frozen, this is essentially a Frozen <laughs> I'm serious. Hold on. Listen, listen right. to it. Tell me that this couldn't be... I don't even want you to play it, but go ahead. It's, you're gonna... This is fucking Frozen. No, Elsa. you know what this is? Listen to it. This is fucking Game of Thrones. That's what this is. is. No, but Russ is right. This is Peter, like... Peter, Peter Dinklage. <laughs> no, this is, a, this is Frozen, man. This is like... This yeah, is a Disney. Person, this yeah. is a modern Disney song. It's modern Disney. But someone like, out there who maybe doesn't like that's Neil Moana. Young. That's Frozen. Yeah. That's like is I hearing mean, that and going, "Hey, I I actually like this." And this is yeah. Neil Young. Oh, okay. Yes. It's you just know? not of the. It's not of the twenty. I mean, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, no, I agree. no, I get what I you're saying, Russ. Yeah, yeah, I get, I get what you're saying, and it's 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 not great. It's not good. Not good. I think it takes away from the song, but again, it could hit there, there, there are people like, um, what's his name that was, uh, whose, whose favorite Neil is 80s Neil. Scott Parks. Scott Parks, yeah. Scott, Scott Parks, Parks, right? Yeah. So his, his favorite Neil is 80s <laughs> I love, Neil. I love right? how Scott is, he's, I think he's a big fan and like a supporter of this podcast. And now the only time he gets brought up is when we talk about 80s. But I'm not ranking on Scott. I mean, that's the, there's so much Neil. We all like a particular Neil, you yeah, know. Yeah, but if he likes '80s Neil the best, there's something wrong with him, Scott. No, 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 no. That, that's okay. He can he can see. There's doctors for that. Um, so it's like, you know, so it's kind of like, you know, somebody's somebody likes this. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. So it's like, there's people that like different parts of Neil, but you know, we're not we're not big fans of this. But somebody's going, hey, actually, Joel might be. We haven't got Joel. Joel might. I know. Be I'm waiting. I'm guy. waiting to hear. I'm waiting to hear what Joel's got to say. 
when I re when I re-listened to this album, I f I forgot about the electric version. So I was like, "Who's gonna stand up?" is a bad song. I was I was thinking about "Be the Rain." "Be the Rain" is the is the ultimate environment environmental song that Neil wrote, and I was like, "This is this is very very <laughs> very at the bottom of the of the barrel," and I and I was. Thinking about also uh, uh, about the song "Just Singing," so "Just Singing" song won't change the world, and, and right. I was thinking mm -hmm. like he he, he 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 sung that in 2009, and now he's singing this, and I and I was like this this is like this is the, the this is the opposite of, of what he was saying, mm -hmm. so he, and so uh, I, I was like okay, it, it, it's like a. For 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 a mother herd and it, and it's it's against the oil the pipeline, but but when I when I got to mixed page and I and, and I listened to the electric version I was like okay now now this works now the, right. this is this is working it, it's got the the right energy the right feels and even if the the lyrics again are very on the nose and are very 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 there's no literal you said literal earlier yes, and that's exactly yes, yeah yes, yeah so so now this is working because the energy is there and uh, he's 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 speaking to the people he's live and he's saying who's gonna stand up and and pe people are uh, people are actually listening mm -hmm. but uh, for me this is this is not a this is this is not a, a great set of lyrics about about the planet or this is not in par with the other song and in comparison to uh, keep on rocking the free world this is this is the same kind of thing he did two versions of this song but we should say joel's appearance today is sponsored by texaco we should just get because <laughs> <that voice. laughs> it's sp actually sponsored by Tiesta Tea. <laughs> yeah. And if you uh, order Tiesta Tea online, make sure you put in the code YOUNG15 and get, jeez, uh, I even forgot what the deal was. Like 15% yeah. off, isn't 15%, it? Yeah, that's right. That's why the 15 is at 15% 15 off your Tiesta Tea. Russ, Russ, this is a weird bro. I, have, a weird promo I haven't had any. She's oh, yeah, me neither. I'll tell you right now, I know firsthand it's fantastic tea. It's she delicious. Hoarding all the tea. Well, you're the only it's, one. It's so good. I don't think Russ and Luke deserve any He's of it. He's got mountains of weed, and he won't share any tea with us. You want weed? I'll give you weed. You know what, Mike? Who's going to stand up and give me and Russ some tea? That's what I want to know. Right. You want weed? I got too much fucking weed to deal with. Weed Mike just showed tea. us a mason jar. I've got bucket. mason jars all over my desk of weed. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I agree. It's not his best, like, well-written uh, environmental sort of awareness song. I agree with that, Joel. But I, as far as the that the the version on on that we just listened to from Mixed Pages, that to me is like the yeah. perfect blend and of yeah. This song makes makes the difference in the Mixed Page album because what I like about the Mixed Page is the pacing is different so this is this sounds like another album this this sounds but sometimes uh, it, it, you take a song like maybe uh, say hello to chicago and it, it starts with him solo and uh, and all of a sudden the the the, the band's is, is coming on and this sounds very like cut cut and paste this is this is this is 
it, yeah, it it's, too, it's too like abrupt. It's like yeah, one no, minute. No, yeah, it's not. It's it doesn't not, work on every song, but well, you can tell this is the evolution of Neil's writing. You know, I mean, it's like through this through the 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 seventies, it was very poetic. He was tackling like you know he was tackling issues, but he was doing it in a much more poetic way, right? And then he got he, this is more direct, and I'm yeah. only assuming that. Well, there's two things I'm assuming. One. It's like he's he's doesn't really have that thing which helps him write about that particular issue in a more poetic way. Or two, he's like, I don't have time to use fucking metaphors. The yeah. planet's on fire. Yeah. Who's gonna stand up and fucking do something about it? Yeah, because I'm in- already me and Daryl are already out there. Who's joining us? Yeah. yeah. You know? And can I get, you know, if it takes if it takes me singing this song to, you know, however many thousands of people to get them, it, even if it's just the planting of the seed by the by right. the petition of everyone, a huge crowd, getting them with the electric guitars and the drums right. and the voices and the voices and the, you know, then if I can plant that, then, you know, I'm right. doing something. At least I'm trying to do something with exactly. what yeah. I have. You know? so, but yeah. yeah, but yeah, Joel, it is also... Yeah, singing a song isn't gonna make that happen. But what can I? What else can I do? I need to do fucking something. So yeah, right. and and this song and this song on uh, this version on mix page makes it makes it sound like a Neil Young record. So there there's very it's 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 diverse and it's it's kind of it's kind of like Arvest and. So so when when you got when you go to this version after listening to all the mixed orchestral and solo, uh, solo stuff you're like oh, okay yeah I remember that Neil and I, and you're like okay this is this this feels this feels right this feels yeah uh, I agree mm-hmm. I agree I will 100% listen to the to Crazy the mix, horse, yeah. mixed pages yeah. version many times also yeah. frozen and, and came like out like you said like you said the the the, the the mix between the the choir version with the kids and the electric version it, this is this is uh, this is brilliant to, to, to yeah, put very that effective. yeah because he's yeah. saying everyone like it's you and me it's, it it starts with you and right. me it's like that, it's, that about, some, it's about someone future generation exactly right. and the kids you know? yeah exactly right and the kids are saying you know who's going to stand up for us right because we're going to have to deal with this shit in 30 years right you know Go ahead, luke I was just going to say, Frozen came out right around this time, too. That just ties into your point, Russ. Oh, wait, when did it come out? Makes I think Novem- of, November yeah. of 2013. Makes a lot oh, wow. of sense now. <laughs> Makes a lot of sense now. Maybe Neil you. loved Frozen. <laughs> I bet he did. Hey, Daryl, let it go. <laughs> All right, we've, we're over two hours now. We ha- we're on the second. We, we, let's okay, just, let's, let's just move on. Do the, no, or, or should we just make this a two-parter? This is yeah, a, yeah, let's make it a two. Can we make it a two-parter, Luke? Yeah, this would be a good that. place to stop okay. if we are, because we know it's who's well, going to stand up. And, well, we should, we should cut just it do, earlier than this. Yeah, probably we'll make oh, just oh, you the finish song. Or I might not. Maybe this is a longer episode. Who knows? If you're already in at this point, you've you, you've already you know what it is because it's either the second part or it's We got no Joel, song. man. We got all the don't be denied yeah. people in here yeah. too. So <laughs> all of it. All right, let's just, all go, right, let's, let's, just let's go on then. Um all right. I'm bad at doing this. You guys know that. Just hit just hit like a minute of the big band version of I Want to Drive My Car, because this is my cut yeah. song. Really? Yeah, that's that weird. Stinks, Mike. Oh shit, man! It's not my cut song either. I like this. Well, okay, this this version, right? Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. I know what you're 
I want to drive my car. What's everybody? What's up, everybody? We're earning the automatics, and I we're about to rock stop the it. Shit. How dare you? <laughs> How dare further you, sir? Further on down the road. <laughs> I want to drive my car. <laughs> you know I'm right, Mike. I need a place to go. I need a place to go. Further and further on down the road. You know why? You know why this is my cut song? Wait, where's the harp? I like the harp in here. It doesn't matter. Keep talking. This, this, Russ, and you know I'm right. This would be Dad's favorite song off the album. Yeah, yeah. Can I? Can I just say? Okay. If Neil wasn't singing, I would love this because I <laughs> think the band sounds, sounds great. Amazing. Yeah. It sounds great. It yeah. sounds really good, but it doesn't work. And again, the solo version of this song is good. Is it's where fine. it's at. It it's works. Fine. one of my favorites. No, it's fine. It's not where it's at. It's fine. No, no, no. The no. solo version captures the moment he wants. In the so this isn't Neil here. That's why. No. I mean, the band is playing really well. Oh, yeah, the band sounds amazing. This is Neil. There's Neil. All this I like. And can I just say, much like Neil's guitar playing, Neil can play the fuck out of the blues on harmonica. He can, too. man. And, uh, and guitar. Uh, listen, Neil's we're, a great we shouldn't, blues we shouldn't, player. Yes. We shouldn't worry too much about Luke's opinion on this. He doesn't listen to blues music at all. No, I don't. Right. And, right. He, he also, not he also to, drinks not White Big Claws. band blues. Russ is no, drinking a strawberry hibiscus truly. Luke, you don't <laughs> listen to blues at all, man. I'll, I'll dabble in like like old-timey blues, maybe. <laughs> like who? Like name a couple of guys. Like I Jimmy got... Tomlin's The Splinter. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. Like old, like, uh, br- up, like, br- like Brad Beetle The Squirt. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like, like Beatles. Beatles Luke is not... What the fuck is that? That sounds Blues like some kind of stinks. Nickelodeon cartoon Blues character. Blues is dumb. Hey guys, listen to these three Blues chords we played over and you over don't again. Get any music that exists today without the blues. Every blues song is the same song. You're so stupid. You're gonna end up eating these words like you did your Ringo. You like your stupid Ringo shit. That's not what the blues is, man. It comes from the blues. You yeah. We don't exist without blues, Luke. All right. Co- right. anyway. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I, yeah. th- I, I, I think it's the very first time Neil's doing blues harmonica on his on one of his songs. I don't think be. I don't think he's doing it uh, very it often. Really? I, I, maybe that can't be true. Yeah, it the doesn't. No, time? it's true. I don't. What? When else would he do it except for maybe on uh, the the blue notes? The blue notes is is he, not. He's not play harp, harp really. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, you might be right, Joel. Huh. Also, Luke, you might you're gonna eat those words. Google the origin of blues music. No, <laughs> because that's this is not a healthy topic for you in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> I was just Dude, saying. I, 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 that's why I said I like old timey blues. Like, I'll, you can't I'll, name one person. Muddy Waters. Dude, Luke, Luke, you just fucking, you just fucking rokered this episode. <laughs> oh, he did, man. Okay. He fucking did. That's what Luke does. I'm talking about old white guy blues. I'm talking about fucking. <laughs> who's that I dorky guy that plays at the Bull Run all the time? What's his name? Ronnie Earl. 
Whatever. Dude, Rodney Earl's fucking awesome. Hey, Fuck stinks. you. He stinks. And the whitest of the white guys <laughs> ever that plays the blues, Johnny Winter. And I'm not saying that because he's an albino. <laughs> it, he's fucking amazing. Okay. Blues is boring. You, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm leaving right now. I'm gonna it's so stupid, dude. It's so stupid. <laughs> he just does. It. He's just poking. Luke's the bear. He pokes other bears. I literally drove Mike. I drove Mike. Fucking away. you. Fuck you. All right. What, el- what else about asshole. this song? Do you want to hear you, Luke? Want to hear some the of the podcast I'm doing with that asshole? <laughs> I, I want to say, I think what Mike's saying about the different version of, of, of this song, uh, in the soul version, he, 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 he's, he's singing in the big band version exactly like he's singing in the soul version, and this, do, this doesn't work. He, he should have been singing with the big band like, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, and that's part of it. But if you listen to the solo version, it's a completely different vibe. Yeah. And it, it reminds, it's, it's very like, It's part of the statement he's making. Yes. Yeah. Where it's like it sounds like a guy who's stuck. Yeah. All right. And there's more in in his singing, right? Right. You know? Further and further on down the road, I wanna drive my car. I like this. Can we talk lyrically about this song? Because Mike, you said you had a theory about I need this. A place to I do. Yeah. So it's not just covering the environmental issue that he wants to cover about getting rid of fossil fuels, but it's also, it's also about him. It's like, I want to drive my car. I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm like, how old is he when he made this album? Like 60, what? Five, 66, 68, I think he's okay. So he's in his later sixties. He's like, I don't want to pull over here and park. I want to keep going. And mm-hmm. I got to find fuel to keep going. And part of that fuel is <laughs> working with an orchestra and working with a big band and okay. making my fucking Kraftwerk album <laughs> and doing all that fucking shit. I that get that. Everybody says, why the fuck are you doing this, Neil? And it's good. That's the fuel. Yeah, that's I get that. The fuel that's, yes. that's keeping him going and keeping it fresh for him. Because he could make, he could get Crazy Horse and just make fucking, you know, Rust Never Sleeps, or he could get the, the straight gators and make Harvest over and over again. But he refused to do that to the point where the, he was sued, right? Right. So I agree 100% to me, with that's, this, by the way. that's why it's like, I want to drive my car. I mean, the, the overall is like, because the song right after this is Glimmer, and that's like, that's also about driving his car, but it has a more positive attitude to it. This is... To me, for the environmental issue, it sounds like a guy who's like, I want to do something about it, but I got to drive my car and I got to put gas in it because I got to get to work and I got to pay my fucking bills and I got to take care of my kids. I agree. I think the fracking thing too. It's like, you know, it's like, okay, you want to get rid of fracking, but you got to think of the people who are benefiting from fracking. It's not just the big giant companies. It's that dude in fucking Pennsylvania who hasn't worked in six months. And all of a sudden this company says, hey, I'll, I'll give you a paycheck. You just got to go and fucking do this really shitty thing to the planet. And that guy doesn't care because his fucking kids well, it's all you know, and his family need. Yeah, right. That's that's everybody who's, you know, not in the fucking 1%. Even, even think- fucking, even Neil, like, I'm assuming this record was on vinyl. If not, his more recent ones are and his older ones are. And you need oil to make vinyl records. <laughs> 
So there you, you know go. what I'm saying? It's like right. I think this. I think this is like. And a, I'm not. I'm not saying that like as a negative to Neil. Sorry, Russ. I'm just saying no, that fine. like I'm saying to your point, Mike. Like there's like. It's this shit. Like I want to drive my car. I hate the yeah. way I have to drive it, but it's and who like, well, well, driving. Yeah, you know? that's why I, that's I think how I listen to these albums. Like I, I listen yeah, to them here, and I listen. What? But I like going out for a drive because Neil sounds better when you're driving. Yeah, I agree. Is, I know? think like a Joel meme. This this is really layered. <laughs> this is a really layered, oh, Jesus. <laughs> layered to me because. For one, it's exactly what you're saying, Shu. I think it has that metaphorical thing that Neil has done with a lot of his career. Like you always say, oh, well, this is about the hippie movement and the hippie dream or whatever. fucking hippie dream. I think that you're right. This has that metaphorical thing. I also think it comes right after who's going to stand up and it's talking about driving his car and, and, and needing fuel. And I think a part of it to me is him saying like, we got to find another way of getting fuel. I think that's a part right. of it, saying yeah. by saying I got to find some fuel like further down the road. What else can we do to because we all like driving. We all need to drive. Can we find another way to have fuel like the link volt thing? How else can we, you know, you know what I'm saying? That doesn't mm-hmm. damn the earth. That's a part of what he's saying in this song too. literal. Like you said, Joel, it's be he's being literal. But then I also think and this might be a stretch, but I also think going tying into the link vault thing though a little bit is that once he met daryl they went on a lo- uh, on a road trip together in his link vault and i think this song is also him saying like i want to keep i like what we've got going i want to keep this going right okay this yeah, thing, I like, that. Oh, like a literal road trip yeah i'm not ready to retire i'm not ready to like sit back and take in my royalty checks yeah and you also know, i, I mean the, i literally mean the relationship with daryl like right, it's a right. like it's a road trip he, right, and he yeah. literally went on a road trip right. in, in his link vault with Daryl. So it's all there. Yeah. But, yeah. What do you think, Joel? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm agreeing with that. And uh, I want to get back to, to, to the way he's singing because I think it, it, it would, it, it'd be working better if, if in the Big Ben version he was – it, it, it was less uh, in the down in the, in mm. the down pitch. It was like, uh, I want to drive my car. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like, I, I think uh, the the energy would would, would be would, would fit better. And also, all the big band songs are way way are are, are way less are way less good than the Blue Note songs with the big band. I, I maybe it's because he doesn't play guitar with with them. Mm-hmm. But I'm I, I'm the the band is very good, but uh, I, well, it's because Ben Keith isn't in this band. That's why. Yeah. Okay. Wait, you know Ben what, Keith Russ? was not in the Blue Notes, was he? Ben, yes, yeah, he, yeah, was. he was. Of course, yeah. he was. He, he played sax. Play, he made him play saxophone, and it yeah, was the, fucking awesome. He, he nills Ben. ben. Yeah. He nills Ben, and it was fucking <laughs> yeah. great. The, the Blue Notes were shitty horn players. Where they 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 they, they weren't well. They were well, professional. Uh, Joel. Joel. In all yeah. fairness. Like two or three of them okay. were pro horn players, okay. but he added Ben and, and I Larry believe Craig. Larry Craig, right? Yeah, yeah. Who were no had no business <laughs> yeah. playing any kind of horn because that's what Neil does, right? He wants yeah. he doesn't want it to be perfect, so it's like, well, I'll stick these guys in playing horns because then it won't sound so slick. Yeah, and that's why right, I love we, the Blue Notes. Yeah, know? me too. I like it too. We got to move on because I need to okay. be done by like eight ish. So okay. Oh, 10 minutes from now. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> Good luck. I mean, I can go a little more than that. Hold but. on. Go, then go to All the right. go to the full version of Glimmer because this definitely reminds me also of a Disney musical. Yeah. No, Glimmer is not good. Um. 
Or we can't, keep we going can't down. skip that one. I, gl- glimmer is. Uh, no, we won't skip it. We're not going <laughs> to no, skip it. Okay. Yeah. But this part, Russ, this always. It's like uh, when you. It, it's like, like. Not even Disney. Like, uh, Mike, you got something. Oh. <laughs> she was a housewife who recently widowed. He was looking for a partner for a business. Together, they formed something special. <laughs> Valerie Bertinelli <laughs> and Harry Hamlin in Not Without My Baby, a Lifetime <laughs> Network special presentation. Right? I, I right? was going to do the same thing, but I was yeah. going to do the rest. Go back to the beginning. Okay, I was gonna do more of like a, I was gonna do more of like a musical <laughs> intro, like a sound of the sound of music kind of. Okay, what is what this? just happened? I don't know. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you got to bring it back. Okay, so it's like uh, all right. O'Neill, yes, Daryl, <laughs> come into the foyer. I've got something to show you. What is it, sweetheart? Yeah, exactly. Look. Look. Yes, instead Darryl. of instead of Hey Daryl, it's Hey Daryl. Yeah. You know. Come into the foyer. Yeah. Look at these wings I've made. Will they work? There's only one way to find out. And then the musical mm-hmm. begins and then you know, it's it's right. something like it's like sound of music esque. Right. Yeah. Alright, Joel, it's you a go lifetime start it over. Network yeah. presentation hey, hey. of Teaching Daryl how to fly. Starring Marky Post. Oh, sorry. Did you feed the cows this morning? (laughs) (laughs) And and all the animals are talking because it's a Disney movie. Right, that's Uh, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Old King speaking like, why did you kill me? Oh my God, it's like Babe. (laughs) Oh no, Neil is not in the mood this morning. That'll do, pig. <laughs> oh, that's good. He, he, he kicked me, man. <laughs> so I, I think, I think this is a Peggy song. Really? Yeah, because if you read the if you if you listen to the lyrics, he's like, he's trying to find whatever good is left in their relationship, and trying to use that as like kindling to get it going again. And what he I'm, knows, and he knows it's. It, he, I think he knows it's not going to work. Yeah, but when, he's yes, trying when anyway. he's saying with, that I once saw in you. Yeah, like, there's a glimmer right. of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you might be right. Tough love can leave you almost alone, but new love brings back everything to you. I feel like it's so kind that, of that's that's like Peggy, and then it's like yeah, yeah. right. It's kind of like well, this is this is bad, but I'm not going to give up on believing in love because I think I found new love. You know, right. I'm not going to argue with that. It's a ha- like the- it's harsh, but but a fact of life. Like I used to right. feel this way yeah. with you. I haven't in a long time, but now I feel this way with someone else. Maybe I I don't know. That's, no, that's I, a cold, I, I, harsh way to put it. But no, but I think that I think no, that's that's exactly what it is. It's like I'm not going <laughs> to let the failure of this relationship. Yeah, affect a, my view on future relationships because this this new thing I have, I'm I'm feeling good about it and it's keeping me hopeful. There's a yeah, despite I, I, my I, everything past good insecurities. Yeah, right. Yeah, despite past insecurities. Well, yeah. I, I also wrote you that I I had this one as a Peggy okay. a Peggy ish tune. Yeah, 
What what does glimmer mean? I I don't know. It's, it's like, like a, a shine. Flash. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, like a, a temporary. Like an aura. Like an aura. Yeah, but more like a, a sparkle. Okay. Yeah. So you know in you know but in twilight you know in twilight when uh when <laughs> when he's in the sun and he's, oh my god the worst example ever <laughs> well it's it works because uh, Neil Young is a vampire so that's what oh that's true point. that's yeah, true yeah, yeah. Um, I also think I like the solo version of this song a lot yes in, way better than the than this version the oh, solo yeah. to the solo version to me is like a gospel song. Oh yeah, that's yes, that's what yeah. I put. That's what these, I wrote. these are gospel like chords Again, here. Again, he sings. Yeah, it's much yeah. more. Well, I wrote that. Great. That's so gospel. When I'm riding right? down the road in my car, traveling without you. Yeah, it's great, Luke. If you're gonna piss in a can, you gotta turn. You gotta mute yourself, dude. Dude, are you peeing in your in your garage? He can't hear us. He took his headphones off. <laughs> and it's it's great to hear him playing piano again because I yeah. think, I think it's been a while on that album since he was solo on piano. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. great. I like it a lot. the the the, the orchestra version is <laughs> too much, yeah, but the is. solo the, the solo is great. The solo again. The orchestra takes that whole vibe we were just talking about. Yeah. And just trashes it. Yeah, I agree. You know, it just ruins it. It's a distraction. It's a distraction. But but right. the song is is pretty good, and I like it as the solo with that gospel-y sort of. And again, yeah, voice, you can hear the lyrics. Um, do you, what do you want to? How much do you want to do on "Say Hello to Chicago"? I I'd like to talk about "Say Hello to Chicago" because that's in my top three. All right, you want to hear which version? Um, well, the, the again the solo version. What I love about the solo version, and it has this, again, there's a little gospel feel to it, but it has this vibe of Neil sitting in a bar. Yeah, the keys in the harp. It's, it's right? great. Sitting in a bar after it's closed. Yeah. And just like Neil Young gets up, he goes, you mind if I just jump on the piano for a little bit? And he's like nostalgic Yeah. about this time he was in Chicago. Yeah. And I love the feeling of the solo song and the piano sounds like that too. It's got a barroom feel to it. The rhythm of the song is kind of fatigued, tired, it's, drunk. It, it sounds maybe. a little bit like, like some tonight's the night version. He did solo in the nineties. He, he did, he did kind of uh, a, a kind of a blues bar version with just the piano and the harp. In oh, okay. The, in the, in yeah. The, um, I think it's the, the, the harvest moon tour, the, the, the solo tour. Huh? When the blues moved north to Chicago they came And I caught some myself in this blind alley in rain Close to the L with its clattering train But yeah, Shu, I agree it's 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 really like loose and uh the harp and the piano and and just the way he's singing yeah. it's it's yeah it is it's almost it's like he's remembering he's he's being nostalgic he's remembering where the the full-on big band version which i also like i like it too it's yeah. it's a little more positive he's almost kind of boastful like, yeah it's oh, fun yeah. it's fun like, i, I it's... played in chicago and yeah i was i was like cruising for chicks and drinking beers and i was in life was happening and yeah you know he he seems like almost like he's 
He's bragging. I couldn't like been I, there, done that. I couldn't disagree more. Like I j- no it, the solo version I love, the big band version I hate. I don't know what it is. It's like no, a lot of times with Neil when he does two versions, I like like them both equally, and I like one a little more. This one I like two. The the big band version. Do any you guys play? You anybody play Switch at all? No. Okay, so if you go play Mario Odyssey right now. This song would fit into the Mario Odyssey soundtrack with with no problem. Sounds I, awesome. Just for a time limitation, I won't have you look it up, Russ, but if you look up the on YouTube the the new Donk City song, like theme song from Mario Odyssey, it's just this same song. Jesus Christ. Where do you have time? Well, I play, in between rewatching community <laughs> And watching and new stuff and listening and to fucking Neil and being in a band and having five kids, you have time to play fucking video games. And listen to uh, every Neil Young album. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't know. I get a little extra time every now and then. I'm just Jesus saying. Fuck. I have I'm, one kid. I can't yeah. even fucking fit that in. But I agree with you. I think the big band version is fun, but the solo version is just awesome. The solo version has a vibe. You guys really like the big band version of this? I, it's I fun. I like it. I yeah, like it's it. Fun. It's and not it, I great. like the way he sings it. And I think Joel brought this up earlier where yeah. you know, some of the vocals don't work with the big orchestration, big band. It seems almost weak because he's not throwing it out there. But on this one, he's like, yeah, the blues moved to Chicago. And we were, I, there was a you young Say lady, hello to Chicago. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, I was drinking I like beers that. and I was going to play this big gig up there and, you know, chicks yeah. and whatever. It yeah. sounds like he's kind of. Chicago. It exactly, sounds fun. Yeah. yeah. But the, the solo version has that vibe to it, man, where you're just sitting there, yeah. you know, you can smell the fucking cigarette smoke. It's like, it's like two, it's, it actually works as far as having one version and having another version and they're very different. Yeah. They both work with the, the right. versions that they are. I and agree. that's why I think it doesn't really work with mixed pages. Like you exactly. said. Exactly. It seems forced with mixed are, pages. They are different. So, yeah. All right, Luke. That was from Mario. I was just playing a second of it. It's the same thing to me. <laughs> I I didn't hear. It. All right, let's let's move Doesn't on. Doesn't matter. To the let's Disney. go with Tumbleweed. Yeah, yeah let's go to the w- Disney w- theme here. I call this one Ukulele Neil. <laughs> ukulele Neil. Ukulele Neil. So do you want do you want to hear the ver- the to- the solo then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's the better one, I think. Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. The the yeah. orchestra one is garbage. And I, this is the the only song of this album that Neil plays almost at every shows. Now, his encore is almost every time tumble uh, tumbleweed. Really? Oh, shit. Yeah. Wow. He comes out with the, the ukulele and the, he does tumbleweed. Cause I he calls I think tumbleweed it's Daryl's nickname. Uh, I was gonna yes. ask you well, that. This is definitely I, a Daryl song. I was gonna yeah. ask that. Yeah. Tumbleweed, your inner spirit is a peace sign to me. It's a sweet song. It is. It, it's exactly Life is what it is. Little tricks and we can always pick up and it, it, it's good to hear him play playing ukulele because it's mm-hmm. the first instrument he learns. Oh right! Was it really ukulele? Yeah, yeah. He, he started off on, on ukulele, then he, he then he switched to guitar. No yeah. shit. Yeah, I I actually was gonna ask you guys: Does anyone know if that's her like pet name for him? Because 
yeah. another line later on in in one of the heavy Daryl songs where he talks about tumbling, and I'm like, that must be. It's got to be. It has to do with Daryl. That's in the yeah, one yeah. where he's watching her sleeping. Russ, about yeah. Russ, can I uh, ask you to go to 155 in this li- in the solo and, and listen to the lyrics there? Sure. I gotta be. I gotta try to find it first. It's okay. kind of, It's a pain on the archives. So 155. Yeah, Neil. Um, have your IT people work on that because I keep getting bumped out of the archives for no reason. Yeah, same. Listen, bite me now. It would only hurt a moment. And it's gone and you can't see. <laughs> and it's gone and you, yeah, right? Right? <laughs> I know Daryl. He He did, man. He, he turned Daryl. He's 100% a vampire now. He turned, now now Daryl's traveling in time with him. Daryl is, yeah. is now a time-traveling vampire. Yeah. And that's him letting the world know. I think the orchestra one is fucking meh. I really hate how accurate that is. <laughs> I'm but telling yeah, you, man. It's true. You're right. He, he, he did. He did. It's true. Uh, but yeah, I agree. I, and yeah, it's got that Eddie Vedder sort of vibe. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I mean, I love a solo ukulele. And then with that, the, the words are very, like you said, Luke, it's very sweet when you throw the, again, when you throw the, the orchestra in there, it takes away that whole vibe. Yeah. Yeah. And the lyrics are actually in this one. They're, they're like, uh, yeah, he's being a little poetic here. Yeah, it's in, yeah. it's interesting. Yeah, I like the yeah, way because he's in love. Yeah, you know, I mean, this. Is but like again, new, it's like Joel said, this one's not this one's not so on the nose. It's not so literal. It's, it's he's being right. a little poetic here. It's it's uh, nice. I, I think that there's maybe some insights between between uh, between him and her, and it's like it's for her. This song is for her, and we're not part of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like going to dinner with that couple who just started going out, and they have all those little inside jokes, yeah. and it's really fucking annoying. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. That's that's what it's like. Yeah. All right. Listen, um, I don't, don't want to say it, but in 2014, I'm looking at Daryl's IMDb, and she was in a movie called Sight of Death about a futuristic 2047 <laughs> uh, thing where mm-hmm. she's sent on a mission. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's Daryl being method right there. <laughs> I'm just saying. And then her next movie was something called Awaken. And then in 2015, she was in a movie called Sicilian Vampire. I'm, I'm just oh, saying. Maron. I'm just saying. Maron. <laughs> Oof, Maron. Hey, Daryl, did you talk to that guy about that thing so you can take care of that thing? <laughs> Call David Chase. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Okay. All right, like you used to do. Which All version right. do we want to hear? I almost kind of like the big band version a little bit on on this one, but whatever you guys yeah. want to. Do. I, we, um, we also don't have to listen to it. We don't. Have well, to first of all, this is a Peggy song. Yeah, yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It is. Yeah, and um, I like the solo version because that's the one that I, I think, think conveys this... the message best. That this is bitter. I think this might be one of the big band, the only big band one that kind of works on mixed pages. Actually, I think. See, I don't like that at all because it sounds forced. The edit sounds yeah, really forced. Yeah, it's yeah. almost it's almost a different tempo. Yeah. 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 You're but right. the, but you I, I don't play know, the, the solo cool. version. Sure. That is like that's a guy who's been who just feels sour. That's bitterness right there, and I think he does it really well. 
I mean, we we could pick apart these lyrics for a while. Oh, yeah, but it's this know? is this is something that's gone rotten. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my yeah. my favorite line is "I got my problems, but they mostly show up with you." Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's a fucking great line. It's a and dark line, but the yeah. way he sings it, mm. that kind of almost whisper. It's like he's almost muttering it. I think those of us who've been in a long-term relationship can relate, you know, you're walking out of a room, you're going fucking, you know what? Maybe you should fucking get your shit together. Okay. I'm out of here. (laughs) (laughs) I I couldn't satisfy you. Just couldn't show you my love, but I kept on trying. Yeah. I tried and tried. And as the time went by, you just didn't want it no more. See, and you go ahead, Joel. I'm sorry. This gives us a, a, a very different, vision of their of the peggy's the peggy and neil relationship we all we always assume that neil was the cold one neil was the neil was the one that 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 was uh hard to talk to and hard to open up but in in those lyrics it seems like it was in the last in, in the last couple of years it was the other way around it, like maybe peggy was Go ahead, do your shit. And right, I'm done with this. Yeah. Well, and but like shoot. Russ said, this is just Neil's perspective. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like this yeah. is I mean, we heard Peggy's perspective on what you were reading, Luke. And again, I think right. it's a mi- like any relationship, it's a mix of both. It's, you know, right. it's, it's like, you know, he... He he, I'm sure is a fucking pain in the ass. And, and he was on... <laughs> she was on the road with him, you know? Like... Yeah. That can't be easy at like, all. Similar and, to this and, album's and, release, two and maybe maybe Joel, you're like maybe it is a part of it is that Peggy towards the end was like, yeah, whatever, man, just fucking you're gonna do what you're gonna do anyway, so go ahead, you know. And maybe it was some of that, and so maybe Peggy did get cold, but probably a lot of it is because she had however many like thirty something years of yeah. <laughs> dealing with of dealing. Dealing with an immortal vampire. Exactly. He's he's gone. He comes back. He's wearing buckle shoes. He He bites the girl from Splash. Yeah, right? (laughs) You know, it's like I'm I'm seeing him right. And maybe maybe Peggy was similar to to Guillermo where all she wanted was to become a vampire and Neil just kept refusing. Oh, well, he's got—he's oh, yeah, already yeah. got a good enough familiar in Chase. Why he doesn't—he uh, doesn't—he doesn't, doesn't want you, another familiar. You turn Daryl, but you won't turn me. Great, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. Oh man. I—I uh, I think the orchestra kind of works, and I'm glad I found you a little. Do bit. you think it's weird that he put "I'm glad I found you" right after this song? It is. Right? Wrote that down. <laughs> I don't think fuck. that's weird at all, Luke. That's a, little, a fuck you. I think little, that yeah. was very much on yeah. purpose. Uh, that's a fuck you. Uh, although, although we can talk about why the mixed pages running order is different. I know. I, I, I was interested. And I was looking. I was looking at that. I was like, okay, maybe this tells the story a little more accurately. But I was mm-hmm. looking at it. I'm like, not really. You know, uh, this 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 order makes a little more sense than the mixed pages ones to me. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah, because the, the mixed page open up with like you used to do. So so it, right. So it's like okay, uh, I, I was there and now I'm here with the yeah. next songs. Yeah. 
Yeah. Things are bad, but I got this new thing. Yeah. 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 And then uh, uh, I could look, but you might know. Is is mixed pages that end with who's going to stand up? Um, no. no. Uh, with uh, all those dreams. Yes, all those. Dreams. Oh yeah, all those yeah. dreams, which is one yeah. of my favorites. Um, just like the, the, just like this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, do we want to hear any version in particular? Any little bit of this one? Yeah, it doesn't matter to me anyway. I. I actually think this is another song where the orchestra. Works I I, well. I wrote I literally wrote that down, Shu. Yeah, okay, go they, we'll play a little bit of the orchestra then on uh, up this one. I'm sorry. All I can think about when I hear this intro is, and a river runs through it. <laughs> It feels like Homeward Bound a little bit. Yeah, or like the, the beginning of like a, a, a baseball He cut out Russ. So many people don't understand What it's like to be like me But I'm not different from anyone else I'm glad I found you I think the whole this whole record is summed up in that line, in that opening mm-hmm. line. Yeah. Uh, uh, except for the you know the the stop the oil things, but like as far as the the everything else, I I think that that line has it all. Yeah. Really, yeah. yeah. And I and I agree, Shu. I think that the orchestra version of this, I I it doesn't bother me. I I like it. I think know? it works. It bothers I, me. The I least. think it works. Uh, yeah. It, well, I think it. I think it actually works. I love the whole verse of today I paint my masterpiece tonight I trace my yeah tears. the the is so that's Dylan right. the yeah. first part's Dylan what's the other yeah. one? are there, thinking is the, through the thinking through the um you know the 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 road I I took to you and how I stumbled through the years that's when I you know I know I'd never hold you down you know uh, yeah. respecting old roads and fears and and it's like he's getting over his insecurities for her. Mm-hmm. You know, he knows like, this is like, this is something that he really wants. Yeah. Um, but, and, but I really, what I really like is that it's got that Western feel to it. Cause it's yeah. got that, it's got that pedal steel in it. I hate to bring it up Russ, but it's got some good pedal well, steel without BK in it there. I wrote that for a couple of them. Like what the fuck? He said he was never going to use. No, no, no. He said he wasn't gonna, he wasn't going to play the bet, the songs that are like predominantly Ben Keith. Oh, okay. With another pedal steel guitar player. Gotcha. I, Joel. Yeah. I don't think it's pedal steel. I think, it, I think it's, it's the, the, the guitar player you, you were talking about earlier. Wadi Wattel. I think it's him with a, with a volume pedal. Is that really? Oh, it could be. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But but to 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 your next point, with promise of the real, he, he played the harvest songs, and it was uh, one 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 of the one of uh, one of uh, Willie Nelson's kids. Who, 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 he was, yeah, it's he, Lucas Nelson. Uh, yeah, but he doesn't play. He doesn't play lap steel. No. He just he uses like a slide yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. thing on his finger. It's not necessarily a. Yeah. It's not lap steel or um or dobro even. All right. Can you go to two fifty five, Russ? I will try my best. On the orchestral version. Yeah. I will try my best. All righty. 
again. Sorry, what? Oh, no, go ahead. Keep it playing. Oh. Okay, here we go. This sounds like a piece of the soundtrack from Driving Miss Daisy. <laughs> yeah. So many people don't. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it kind of kind of gets into that cheesy thing or, a little bit. Or like the end of Forrest Gump. <laughs> end of yeah. Forrest oh yeah, Gump. there you go. That's better. Forrest <laughs> yeah. Gump actually. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yes. I really just get any '90s family movie. Like, right. I keep going back to Homeward Bound to like just. Yeah. So who who can. Who can tell me who does the score for Forrest Gump? Uh, was no. that John fucking Williams? No, no it was uh, I can uh, fuck. Come on, Lukey. I know it. I just don't. I it's fucking flipping on me now. Just Alan Alan Silvestri. Yeah, he does all. He does most of Robert Zemeckis's films. Uh, all right. So what do we got next uh, here? Do you know who we played got... the principal in Forrest Gump? Forrest Gump? No, I don't. The guy who bangs mm. Sally Field. I don't know. Ber- Bernard from Lost. Oh, shit, weird. really? Yeah. So, this album ends with the two songs about watching. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's right. Sleeping. Yeah, can I just say that last one? I just wanted you guys to imagine this. You're sleeping, and then you wake up and you turn over and you see Neil crying and staring at you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm still, I just still in. S- I'm I just, fine with it, yeah. Oh, are you fine with that? Okay, I'm okay I'm with saying. it. As long as, he, as long as he bites me and makes me eternal. That, that's what I'm calling an Uber. I'm sorry. <laughs> and and also, Daryl Hannah, as can, as can, uh, she has a, a very serious face. She, she, so, so when she's sleeping, I don't think she... I, 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 I can't imagine her peaceful. I imagine her like, mm, kind of like Neil's. <laughs> they're, they're both kind of like in Kill Bill. Yeah, right? they're, they're yeah. both kind of very serious person and angry person. Do you well, know how, she, you know you know how some people like when they sleep their nose whistles. Do you think her whistle is? <laughs> hey, Daryl, they're talking about your nose whistling. <laughs> I like it, Russ. Or it's... No, when Daryl sleeps, she turns into a cat. Everyone knows that. That's why she's like a kitten and like a lion. He's he's saying she's like a kitten, but she's very tall, I think. She she has to sleep in the bathtub because it lets her, you know, her tail come back for a while. It's very painful for her to walk around on legs. Okay? You guys? Be a little more sensitive, uh, all right? What do you want to listen to as far as this? Which one do you like better, solo or orchestra? Can we just play a little bit of the beginning of the of the orchestral version, okay. please? This is um one. This when is I, all those dreams. No, no, no. When I watch you sleeping is the one we're on. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I got this confused. This is the country one I like. Yeah. The western sounding one. Well, I gathered up my cattle and I went home to Daryl. I like the mixed version of this one. I I do too, actually, Joe. Yeah. When I smell you breathing, ew. 
there's a sweetness from inside And when I feel you stirring This is actually a nice song. Yeah. Right, Luke, you should... I'm, I'm going to actually... Sorry. I'm going to play some of the mixed pages because I like the mixed pages version the best. Um, and Luke, I think you'd like it. You should listen to it. I, I, I think the, the solo version is, is, the, be, is the better one because he doesn't play guitar very much on that album. So it, it's, it's good to hear him playing acoustic guitar again. Yeah. Yeah. With the harp. And plus, yeah. with what he's singing about, it just makes it more bare. You know, it makes it more like he's being yeah. vulnerable and just letting yeah. her know exactly how he feels. Yeah, but I do like that country stuff that he gets. Yeah, I do like that. that yeah. That's why I like the next page. You get that both of them, you know? When You're breaking up, Russ. It's because I'm when I play it. Sorry. There's a sweetness from inside. When I feel you stirring And the day is about to break Outside wings are whirring And the sky is there to take I wonder how I got so close to you see the chances that you take without thinking I'm going there too these are the promises you make when your eyes are blinded by playing too much of it but I like when it kicks into the country the yeah but I yeah. think the solo version is just it's perfect for what he's trying to say yeah, this is pretty good. But I, I, like like I like that. I like that. I like how it gets yeah. into that, that this there. Is, this is very uh, silver and gold and uh, yeah. Harvest mm. moon, moon type uh, yeah. of arrangements. It's yeah, good. It pours a little maple syrup over it and gets it yeah. nice and warm. Uh, when I watch you sleeping, I pretend <laughs> you're Mrs. Butterworth. <laughs> you wanted to hear some of the orchestral of all those dreams, Shu? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I okay, yeah. Listen to this. You know what this song is? It's, it's the fucking carpenters. That's what it is. Listen to this. Yeah, it's the carpenters. My mother would love this. I love the carpenters. I love this song. I don't care what you say, Shu. I fucking This love orchestral this. version is so gross. I like this. You I like have that. Wilford Brimley. I like do a that road word piece. I like that. that. Oh, that's horrible. Oh, I, I hate like it. that. I like it. Really, this this will give you diabetes. It's awful. Oh God, please. It, it's also exactly already one on 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 the on the. Comes the Times album. It's it's the same song, and already one is a way better song than really. Song. Yeah, it's the same gu 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 guitar riff. It's the same chords. Now is this a dobro? No. Uh, I don't check, know. Check I don't the think credits. So. Yeah, 
I, I, I looked, Joel. I didn't when see Dover on there. Comes and you're still sleeping. With all those dreams Sounds like a banjo guitar. Yeah, it's like yeah, a... The same guitar in the... Mm-hmm. Who's gonna stand up? Put, put the, or- the orchestral one again. Hold on, I was... The, yeah. May, it, Where is Comes a Time? It's way seven, back, 78. Right? It, it's more, it's more, uh, it's more, uh, it's more clear when, uh, with the orchestral version. All right. What can I do? Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. What can I say? And then, it's not song, exactly, though. But it's real similar. Yeah. The chords are similar too, but I think so. The chords are similar too, but this song is way better. The chords are like dreams yeah. mixed with a uh, fucking a little bit of uh, a little bit of Harvest Moon, Moon yeah. too. Yeah. 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 And, and already one is, is sounds like Long May You Run. <laughs> yeah. We've been true. It's the same song. <laughs> yeah. Jeepers. Well, this has mm. been this has been an episode, boys. This has been a this has been a triumph. Can I can before we move on, can I ask something about the previous song to you guys? Yeah. And just thinking about the lyrics to um Sleeping? No, I'm glad I found you. Actually not the previous song, but I'm to- glad I found you. Yeah. Could you take those lyrics and He's obviously to me. He's he's talking about Daryl. Yeah, but could you apply those to finding Jesus? Don't do this. Seriously, <laughs> probably it, that's every modern, uh, contemporary no. Christian song. Did you right, see that South right? Park episode? That's like every U two song, right? Yeah, you could easily apply that to to Bono singing about Jesus, and that's something I I was listening to it. I'm like. Is he singing about Daryl or is this like about, you know, it's not a about, higher power, the, the higher spirit, as he calls it. He doesn't he's not really a follower of Jesus, but he's a follower of the higher spirit. It definitely could be, but it's not. He's a follower case. of the Egyptian god Ranuma. <laughs> That's Amun-Ra. Uh, no, OK, and when that fucker wakes up, we're all gone. As long as Brendan Fraser's here, though, we'll be all right. <laughs> As long as uh, Ben right. Stiller is here, keep those <laughs> tablets safe. So yeah, we're cool. Me and my kids are rewatching the uh, Night at the Museum movies, yes. and in the third one, when that Ben Kingsley Egyptian god wakes up, they are playing "Hey Hey My My." Oh my god! No, I'm just kidding. But imagine oh, if they were. Fuck, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, god. All right, let's let's wrap this fucker up. It's a long okay. one. All right. What, what do we got? So Top for this, one, for this one, because I listen to so much, so many different versions, and you don't have to do this, but because we're so far into the podcast, I did. I did a top three, and I did a cut three. I did a top oh, cut wow. three. Okay. I'm not doing all that. No, don't oh, do no. all that. But I'll just tell you my top, my cut three. I'll go first. Top three between all three album. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um. And uh, my top. Or I'll do my top three. My three. My top three. My third is "Say Hello to Chicago," the solo version. I like. I like that a lot. Mm. My mm. two is "Plastic Flowers," the solo version. I really like that song. Mm. And my one is "Who's Gonna Stand Up," the mixed version, which I literally changed because because of this episode. Mm. Yeah. My top yeah. cut three. My third worst is "Who's Gonna Stand Up," the 
uh, Peter Pan version. My two <laughs> is the big band Chicago song, and my number one is the Drive My Car uh, big band version. So. Number one cut song. Number one cut song. Okay. So. All right. Who wants to go next? Joel, do you got yours down? Okay. Um, I'm going to just go ahead and I think my uh, third uh, will be Plastic Flowers solo. Mm, I want to say um, it was going to stand up mixed version, the two. And I think my, my favorite song will be When I Watch You Sleeping Solo. Really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, and and, and I, I'm kind of I'm kind of mixed between between the 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 who's gonna stand up crazy horse and when, when I watch you sleeping. But I, I like this song. Okay. I don't. I, I'm not. Uh, again, I'm not very f- f- fan of the lyrics, but I uh, I like the I like the acoustic guitar. I like the harmonica. I like uh, it, it, it's the Neil that I like. It's the sure yeah the good course. old Neil. And my cut song will be um, gl- Glimmer Orchestral Version. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This okay. Meh, meh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Russ, do you want you want to go? Or you want me to go? Uh, no, I'll go. Sure. Um, my three would be the same actually for as you, Joel. The Plastic Flower Solo. Um, my two is the. Even though, yeah, you pointed that out and it did kind of change my mind, some of those things. But I, I don't know. I still just really like all those dreams, something about it. I like it. Um, I'll choose the mixed version because I like both aspects of it. And then my number one is who's going to stand up the mixed pages version. And my cut song is also Glimmer, the orchestral. But, Luke, I, I was tempted to, to switch with your, um, the solo version of um, Chicago as Yeah, well. solo version of Chicago good. is great. It's very good. Go ahead, Sean. Uh, uh, my number three would be um, "Say Hello to Chicago," the solo version. Yeah, yeah. Because I love I, the vibe of that. I know. Say I might hello wanna... to my little Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the meme. <laughs> <laughs> you, they bring a knife. You bring a gun. <laughs> yeah, just the idea of Neil going. They bring a gun. Say, say hello. You bring a barn. Say hello to my little. Say hello to my little Blu-ray. <laughs> say hello to my little Pono. See, folks, this is why you have to um, stay till the end for these little jokes right, here. Right, exactly for these the, the magic moments. Um, <laughs> number two is the Crazy Horse version of Who's Going to Stand Up for Mixed Pages. Uh, my number one is Like You Used to Do the solo version, the solo version. because wow. I think yeah, that's good. That is. It's just the most real thing on this. Yeah. All three of these. I feel that. That's a, you make a good point. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's just, it's just, I yeah. don't know. It's got, he didn't, <laughs> need, he didn't need an orchestra or a big band to convey that message. Yeah. I mean, just him with his guitar and the harmonica and it's just, yeah. you know, it's a, sh- it's just shitty for everybody involved. Yeah. yeah. Again, basically ima- saying that. Imagine an album, an album completely about that about and 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 this mood and this all all the sad album are always the better album because 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 people can relate better to 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 the sadness and the and and the the shittiness Mm. that that breakups so i think i think there's a missing there's a missing link here there's a missing album that maybe yes what what could have been what if yeah Mm. 
Yeah, well, there you go. There you have it. We we really appreciate you coming on, Joel. Luke's yeah, gonna. Joel. We'll, we're gonna have to send you some swag. Some yeah, uh, right. some swag, man. Some, oh, some town meeting and some long may you young swag. Thanks for having me, and thank thanks for for always bringing up my podcast. It's always it's always so fun to hear, and I and I, I really enjoyed uh, talking with you guys. Uh, every time I, I I listen to your podcast, I'm always uh, I always wanna wanna join the conversation you know and uh, and when when luke's struggling with uh, with a song which album goes uh, i think last week he was saying uh, like um the chris rock song the no wonders he was saying I think, oh right uh, are you passionate wasn't it <laughs> yeah no it's it's the pre-win and i'm like Fuck. here in oh, my yeah, car I'm, win, right I'm, it's pre-win pre -win. <laughs> he's yelling at the radio <laughs> well i hope you're yelling in french though yeah. <laughs> Neil, Neil is uh, Neil's doing the same thing. It's Prairie Wind, Luke. No, hey, the, Neil, Neil doesn't know either. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, yeah, but thanks, man. And I feel like one of my favorite things about doing this podcast is kind of getting intertwined with the Neil community. I just feel like we yeah. just all have a lot of fun. And and uh, it's just cool, like, you know, Joel, and then everyone, the patrons, everyone who interacts on the social media stuff, Reddit, it's just a ton of fun. So, yeah. You know, we love uh, we love Neil, fucking Neil, man. And so they, Neil, if, you, man. if you made it this far into this, this is either probably the end of a part two, I'm guessing, because we're on like hour three here. So and we're not fucking Joe Rogan, so we can't get away with this shit. But, That's right. Uh, <laughs> but thanks for sticking it out. Uh, go to longmayyoungpodcast.com if you want to buy some merch. Uh, join our Patreon. It's tons of fun. And, uh, you know, tell your friends about this podcast, especially if you're friends with Neil Young. Oh, you're right. doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Thing. All right. All right. And if anything, give us a five star review on yep. uh, on Apple Podcasts, and then that guarantees uh, us reading your review uh, on the podcast, whether it's good or bad. Most of them have been good so far, but if you want to leave a five star review and rip us, we'd love to hear that too. Joel, can we would you... love to hear it, but I mean, you know, if you want to do that, we'll we'll read it. Joel, can you uh, pronounce your full name for us, please? Yeah, because. My... My my last name uh, I don't think it translates in English very well. So uh, with 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 sometimes French word you just gotta say it like you say it in French. So it's Demare Racine. Demare Racine. Demare Racine. Why? I just say Demare Racine, but I think Demare Racine. I'm not gonna. And then also, uh, Joel, before you go, how do you say motherfucker again? Uh, you could say Tabarnak. How about that? How about that? All right, good. I'll remember that. My fam, my wife's family is French Canadian, so I got to remember that for our next uh, family oh, gathering. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're, <laughs> you're then, gonna make you're gonna make quite an impression with that. Yeah, good. So, so uh, I mean, I don't know what next week is because I think this is will be part two. Monsanto years, but. Yeah. As far oh, yeah. As so the next, yeah, the next album would be Monsanto it's, years. Okay, yeah, getting so. back to a, a fucking electric guitar album We're from into Neil. The promise of the real here, right? Yeah, yeah. man. It's yeah. a fucking great record. Yeah. Monsanto years, yeah. It, yeah, it, they're they're a great brand band. Promise of the real is awesome. I've seen them live, and Lucas Nelson fucking shreds. Yeah. So he's like my age too. He's like really young. He's great. Got a like soulful 30. voice, but they're yeah. great with Neil. Yeah. And, um, so that'd be the next studio and the next Patreon. I guess we'd we'd finish up the. Um, 
the, ar- some more the archives. More archives well, unless that... we can get to watching uh, Back to the Future too. Yeah, yeah. If, but unless this is the end of a part two in which you've already heard the other archives episode, it's a whole right. crazy okay. time traveling time. That's well, right. then it's appropriate. Here, so so. Yeah. it's a multi-dimensional podcast. Yes. So. Anyway, just keep listening, and we'll keep giving you shit. Right. That's right. Thank <laughs> you right. very well, much. Well, Joel, we appreciate Joel, you, man. Thank you. Thanks, Listen to Joel's podcast. Don't be denied. Don't be denied. As far as we know, the only other Neil Young podcast on the planet. So listen to that, uh, especially if you know French. It would help. Yeah. All right. (laughs) All right, fellas. See you guys. See you guys. Thanks. Thanks a lot, you guys. Bye. Ladies, we know what we want from our birth control. But what about what's in our birth control? That's why I chose the 100% hormone-free Paragard intrauterine copper contraceptive. It's the only birth control that uses just one simple active ingredient to prevent pregnancy over 99% of the time, with no hormones and no daily routines. Paragard is a small IUD that prevents pregnancy for up to 10 years using copper. Ready to get what you want? Talk to your healthcare provider to see if Paragard could be right for you. Don't use if you have a pelvic infection, including PID, get infections easily, certain cancers, Wilson's disease, or a copper allergy. Pregnancy is rare but can be life-threatening and cause infertility or loss of pregnancy. Paragard may attach to or go through the uterus. Tell your healthcare provider if you miss a period, have abdominal pain, or it comes out. At first, periods may become heavier and longer with spotting in between. It won't protect against HIV or STDs. For product information or to learn more, visit Paragard.com. The Venture X card from Capital One gives you premium travel benefits. Perfect for seeing Taylor Swift The Eras Tour. Presented by Capital One. Ooh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and ten times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.